Welcome to the Different Spectrums Podcast. <laughs> we are a group of people that like yep. to talk about, well, all right, talk about uh, mental health, and we dabble in humor from time to time. Yep, that's what the noise dabbling is. <laughs> yep. Uh, we also try to help people understand, identify, normalize their emotions from movies and shows, specifically certain scenes. You've probably already watched these movies and shows, but we're going to use a different perspective. And one could say a different spectrum. You do. I love how he just tilts his head in. He did good though. Did I do it right? I yeah, he so. did good. All right, and with that, we are joined today with our lovely guest. He's bald, but he has a beard. He's doing. He can't see him apparently. Where is he? Where did he go? It looks like he's doing the Star Trek thing. He's trying to do like West Side and the can You can't see me. He's just like, what is it? You can't see it. It's Salim, everybody. All right, <laughs> moving on. Oh, You're supposed know, to say hello say or something. something. Jesus, say hello man. to the people, Salim. Hello, people. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right and of course we're joined with our licensed clinical therapist the weirdo of a group which is it's very te- that's not good if you're the weirdo out of our group then you're just you're special i like it i like it a lot i yep. like him i lick him and i like him again and that's why he's the weirdo <laughs> It's Nazir, everybody. Hello, Clarice. That's good. Be a cannibal. That's that's good. Uh, Protein. And of course, I'm your. Oh no! There's the coughs. And of course, I am your co-host for the show, Spencer. All right. Today, we're going to be taking a look at a scene from the movie Dodgeball. The most famous scene of all the scenes ever seen. It is the most notable scene from that movie, and that's that's also saying something. All we're doing is watching dodgeball and watching people throw dodgeballs at people. Yep. I mean, thank you could. for breaking down our <laughs> podcast, Salim. Appreciate no, it. Thank you for breaking down the whole <laughs> show. I know. He's just like, you know what? This doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing this? Well, I guess that's it for the show. Last time, signing we, off. I mean, we could have did the car wash scene like you wanted me to, Spence. Yep, I just want to see that man ass. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to see. <laughs> Never mind. Now we gotta do that scene. Uh, oh god! All right. So the scene that we're actually doing is when Patches first comes into the scene and teaches them how to play dodgeball by throwing a lot of things at them. Uh, yeah, silly. Is <laughs> there anything before we get into? <laughs> Uh no, we're gonna learn how therapy is like teaching someone dodgeball. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I don't know how you're gonna spin that, but you know what? You spun okay. Baby Groot, and that was terrible. So let's get, get to, to the scene. scene. Uh oh yeah, <laughs> FYI, ad drops now, and then we'll get into the scene. So let's do it. Let's get it hot. Let's get it working. Let's get it twerking. 
Sorry. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Or not twerking in a video during dodgeball. You're gonna be twerking, Salim? During That's dodgeball. not what I said. You I said, said you're gonna be twerking. I'm not watching nobody twerk. No, dodgeball. you're gonna be twerking. Oh God. <laughs> Let's get out with the show. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy from the dodgeball film? Yeah, he said he wants to coach us. And you said yes. Look, I figured having the steady hand of a seasoned dodgeball coach could only benefit us, Dwight. All right. But he's not weird or anything, is he? No. No, he's totally normal. I mean, you know, normal for us. Line up, ladies! What do you mean, line up? No! What? gonna learn to be true dodgeballers then you've got to learn the five d's of dodgeball dodge duck dip dive and dodge if you master the five d's no amount of balls on earth can hit you queer bait go ahead me or yeah um shouldn't we like learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us or that's what this sack of wrenches is for If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? Any other questions? Oh my god! Yeah, uh, patches. Oh. Are you sure that this is completely necessary? Uh. Necessary? Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? Probably not. No, but I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. Okay. And if you're going to lead this squad to the floor, you've got to learn to do the dance in the dark. Yeah, put that on. All right, ladies, buckle up. It's showtime. Here you go. I get better runs in my shorts. Catch a ball, one of their guys goes out. One of our guys comes back in. That's the way you hurt them. That's the way you win. Let's go, a little hustle here. Good luck to you, Gordon. I want you to remember now that it's 90% metal. If you can dodge perfect, you can dodge a ball. Wake up, Smithy! 
not as useful as a poopy flavored lollipop. Quick feet, fast hands, edges and throws. Pick up the pace. All right, what a bunch of females all. Couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Where's your killer instinct, son? You gotta get angry. You gotta get mean. That's the only way you can play. Well, I guess I'm not really an angry person. <laughs> Are you angry now? Breathe it out. Come on, let's get going here. All right, and we're back. So we just watched a scene. From Dodgeball, where Patches is throwing wrenches, throwing just every type of object, and throwing him into traffic, which <laughs> so I guess is fair if you can dodge a car, you could dodge a ball. I mean, it's true. I mean, who doesn't want to run in traffic after, you know, going to school or getting dumped? That's very specific. It's very specific. <laughs> Jesus. Um... <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm safe. You know, it's just right, you know, sure. It's a hobby. All right. <laughs> Dodging traffic. Nice. Get you in shape, I guess. Unless you just stand there. Um so so we just watched this scene. Um I like to see it overall. I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's so ridiculous and you're watching it. When I first watched it, it was just it was just the stupid. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was some. Um, and then it's just, and then it's also surprising. And then finally, the little dude who gets hit in the face like eighty times finally redeems himself, and he gets the girl. He gets the oh, girl. There you so, go. Yeah. So if that isn't a test of what you could do, like the the, it's always limitless. Always, always limitless. Limit. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can be a guy who gets hit in the face multiple times with balls and then end up with a girl. Yeah, right? you just got to take a few sets of balls to the face and then you can get any yeah. girl that you want. You might end yeah. up liking balls. Yeah, hairy ones. I first was like, wait a minute, she don't end up. Wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. So I, sound right? I didn't know he... uh <laughs> He ends up uh, doing. I thought he did well at the end. Does he end up becoming like a hero at the end? The dude ends up getting murdered the entire time, or no? Um. Yeah, he finally ends up doing some. I believe he like catches a ball. I thought so at the end. And brings him back in, and then they like yep. tie it, and then they have that sudden death with Ben Stiller. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So something's going on there. So Nazir, why did you choose this scene? Well, let me tell you this story. Here we go. Here it is. At first, <laughs> at first, I was gonna say, you know, this is therapy. This could be group therapy. This could, you know, you being anxious and just getting hit with balls. <laughs> That's also a hobby. Jesus Christ! All right, on, on the podcast. <laughs> Hitbyballs.com. Okay, uh, but then. <laughs> I was like, you know what? As soon as I seen him, Celine, 
As soon as I see him wheeling there in the wheelchair, I immediately thought of my father and, and his cripple ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then and then he's just kind of hallucinating and just a terrible human. And he's like, you know what? I don't have to drink my own urine, but I like it. Oh, I was my like, gosh. This sounds familiar. No, he's more like his words are more like if wrenches were set on fire. Like, just. Salim's dying. <laughs> As he's laughing and chugging water. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it just reminds me of Pops. Like, whenever you come over, he tries to teach us something. And then he just goes on these delusional thought patterns, and you're like, "What is going on?" Don't say this, because now he's gonna. After he sees this, he's gonna call me and be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> I don't know if I like what you said yeah, on the show." I'm gonna be like, "Lay off the urine juice." <laughs> I just say it because you know what? I'm trying to teach you something. And you're like, "Oh my god, I know, I know." I'll take your teachings, but come on, man. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Oh yeah. One day we're just a couple years away from him throwing wrenches. Honestly. He probably will. If he could grip, if he could grip well, I think he would have already done it. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So maybe he can like throw a straw or something. <laughs> it's the same thing. Same yep. thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did it because I thought it would be a fun scene, a fundamental scene. That we've seen a million times. I've said this a million times, this uh, this word phrase. You know, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I've said in therapy where, you know, if you can dodge this, if you can work on this in therapy, you can do any of this out there. And so I feel like it is very relatable in a lot of funny ways and funny terms. That's uh, what I chose. It. And the whole show is about picking certain scenes that, like, stick in our brains. This is one of them. Uh, sometimes when students will be like, hey... You know, I got this depression. And I said, how about I just break your leg? I'm like, what? I said, you won't be worried about your depression no more because you're going to be uh, crippled. Yeah, this is a really good thing to say while you're also employed. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> smart. Smart move on your part. Yeah. I just told us to I was going to break their leg. What? What am I supposed <laughs> to say? Hey, at least your leg <laughs> is hurting and not your mind. It's, Thank you, major pain. It's a distraction. Um, we'll get into, we'll get into therapizing and using distractions and all that in a second. The actual real stuff, uh, Celine. <laughs> the real stuff of the podcast, Celine. When you watched this scene, what were you thinking? Because you were cracking up. I was definitely cracking up. It was funny. I haven't seen it in a while, but a lot of skits in that in that show or movie, or whatever, was funny as hell. Plus, it was funny when the guy was just throwing branches at the kid, uh, just throwing them at him. Like, what the hell is going on here? Then he chucked on his, he chucked on his, uh, <laughs> he chucked the one down below. <laughs> down like, below. What the hell is the, he doing? The no-no place. Oh, no. I'm like, how's this guy gonna have any grandkids? <laughs> you mean kids? <laughs> Oh, also grandkids. Yeah, I mean both. Really. He is so hard to boss, his kids can't have kids. Oh my god. It's generational oh, wrenches to the balls. Yeah, it's generational trauma. <laughs> this kid ain't gonna have any kids by the time he's over. Man play one game of dodgeball here, eunuch. 
<laughs> this show's Jeez. gonna sound great on the fucking podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Uh, I'm just nice to Lee's cracking up, boy. I saw yeah, him. That's great. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, Salim, can you see how I could relate this to therapy in some way, or no? You're completely lost, like Spencer. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Exactly. I wouldn't, tell, I wouldn't want to tell anybody about some grown ass <laughs> kid or a guy chucked in the, in the what you call it, <laughs> buy some wrenches. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the same. I'm, like, I'm, no. I'm like, did you see the show Dodgeball where this grown ass guy getting chucked in the going ass with some wrenches? Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna try and therapize this scene after this. <laughs> See? Nobody gets what the fuck you're saying, dude. No one understands but you. You like, See, I connect the dots over here, and everybody's like, I don't see anything. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Because you're not drinking the piss Kool-Aid. <laughs> Bro, when he said, because I like the taste, I about died. Oh <laughs> and you just killed your I'm brother. Mute Salim. I gotta mute him. Yeah, please. <laughs> See, we can't fucking do it. Uh, all right. Good times. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's therapize. <laughs> okay. Uh, while Salim's dying from a massive stroke. Uh, okay. I'm already crying and shit. <laughs> uh, all right. So the dude could be a therapist. Visually, metaphorically, in a deep metaphor in a place far, far away, we could say that this is group therapy. And so when you're a coach, mentor, um, supervisor, you know, you're, you're trying to teach. You're trying to fill things at your clients, at your supervisees, at your mentees. You're trying to teach them. You're probably not throwing wrenches at them, but you are throwing curveballs. You are asking questions. You are being deliberate and tactile in the way you deliver things. Because you're, if you prepare them for this, they're never going to get any worse than this. And actually, we're going to get into a scene about this uh, later from the Jedi Tales. But if I prepare for that, you're good. You're golden. You're solid. You'll be ready for everything else because fundamentally you will be sound. <laughs> So I can see the the reasons behind the teaching. I just can't see on how like mean and terrible he is as a person. Uh, it's kind of horrific, right? Very terrible. So that's where I was going with this. Uh, the scene, you know, you can dodge a wrench is like completely stuck in my mind for, for years and years. Um, so that's one way to look at it as a teacher, as a therapist, trying to lead group therapy, and like what you'll be guiding them through something because they'll be doing supportive stuff and they're they're validating each other, this and that. And then the therapist would be like, wait a minute. And you'll ask like a direct question. And then you just watch that human cry. And you're like, ha, ha, ha I destroyed you. <laughs> and then you go and on I to want the... my therapist to say, ha, ha, you're done. That's it. Piece of shit. Fuck uh, out of here. Yeah. And then you move to the next one. And as they just anxiously stare at you. <laughs> and you just keep picking them off one by one. Uh, by picking them off one by one, I'm obviously talking about like uh, affirmation and also validations. Sometimes it's specific questions. So someone will be in there talking and you're like, 
so what did your mind say anything this week? You know, did it make any comments about this or that? You know, did your did your parent or your uncle say this or that? Uh, did your partner do the things that we talked about? Right. And so there's ways to throw in and interject stuff that you remember from the previous sessions. That would be the metaphorical wrenches. Okay. The funny thing and what y'all do on the reels is when homeboys just getting balls to the face. Um, sorry. When he's just take, getting hit in the head over and over, repeated and repeated. Man, you know how many times people feel like they just get keep getting hit in the head with life? Like you'll just be doing your thing, next thing, boom, something breaks. And then you get a bill, and then you get broken up with, and then like, you know, I don't know, you get, you put your dirty forces, brand new shoes in a pile of mud. I don't know, man. Your shit goes downhill quick. Right? You go to, you go to eat your food, and then it falls uh, out of your hand. Right? It's just, we all have those bad days where it compiles, compiles, and compiles. Next thing you know, you're just sitting in the ground, gasping for air, crying, having a panic attack, or in a ball of rage. That's where I was going with this. Sometimes it feels like life just gives you a bad hand. And you just keep getting hit and hit and hit, as Salim said, in the gonads. It's all Down ball below. play today. Great. Lovely. Bonk. For our female viewers. <laughs> Majority uh, females. <laughs> well. Holding back on jokes there. So, Spence. You have been hit with some balls before, right? Or some wrenches. We can go with the wrench metaphor. Yeah, go with the wrenches. Jesus. How many balls to the face have you taken, huh? Like, I don't know. I don't, know. don't worry about it. Yeah, go on. Question. Oh, Salim, you can unmute yourself now. Sorry. And Spence, yeah. So you've been throwing wrenches in the game, right? Things have happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> How does one how does one deal with a wrench? You have very supportive people around you. That's the serious answer. I know. True. Boring. But it's true. You gotta have really good people around you. For example, I mean they're all a team, all trying to do something <laughs> together instead of just, yeah. you know, doing it by themselves. Um and that's why they come out on top at the end because they make sure that, you know, that they work as a team rather than just by themselves. They're not individuals. They're all kind of, they they are individuals, but they also um, bring all their different talents to the team to make one special thing. Right. Yep. So that, and yeah, I mean, for me, uh, um, my mom always been very supportive no matter what, um, I want to do, you know, tries to bring her own, you know, um, lifestyle into like where I'm at, but also we've lived different lives. So sometimes that gets frustrating, right? Because yep. she's very protective, which is good because she's led, you know, a interesting life herself and she doesn't want me to go down a road that she's been through, which I totally understand, but you know, that it's kind of like constricting in a way because then i don't get to live my life the way i want to branch out and do things yeah 
exactly but luckily i've um told myself i'm going to go branch out and do things on my own um and you know she can be supportive of them or she can like worry when i'm not home or something like that which you know i I don't know what the hell i'm doing (laughs) outside my house um but yeah i think having that support system always goes a long way um even patches himself like he comes off as you know obviously too hard terrible yep yeah but at the same time he's i mean if you look at probably who taught him like how to play dodgeball and things like that could have been worse could have been a lot worse um so i think that um he's teaching them something and you know before he gets like brutally just killed by a casino i think it was like a casino sign or something like that like it just drops on him and then he's dead and you're like okay well that's fun patches um but yeah i would say that and then just having somebody who's been through something that you haven't before and wants to actually teach you something because patches could have just you know not done anything not at all yep. or not care at all and just like take money or something like that but no he actually wanted to show them how to do something that he's an expert at which okay. i think that's what we need to do more in life so we've got community connection support from the community and mentorship but also guidance mm-hmm. uh so a lot of just interconnectedness and helping you getting towards your goals when you're getting hit by that wrench of life sometimes we'd be moving through our life, man, and, and you know, you get hit with one of them curveballs, and I mean, you can't move. The depression is so bad, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some folks will become suicidal. Some folks, it could be because of grades or a parent dies. Could be because of a bad breakup. Like, you know, it could be because they had to quit playing an injury right. as an athlete, and then you got to stop playing your sport. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, these are serious things that can turn events in life. Mm-hmm. So, our WWE connoisseur, our aficionado, a jack of all trades, a bibliothecan, a library. <laughs> so, Salim, do you know anything about these WWE guys? And like when they get injuries, I assume they get super sad and depressed, right? Uh, pretty much. There's a lot of people right now that are. <clears throat> Are sidelined with a lot of injuries. Like Randy Orton's out with a back injury because he's been hitting out of those RKOs and shit like that. You know, and he's, he already had back surgery, so he's out for a while. Like a lot of people are just coming up with these random injuries and stuff like that because they get hurt. Things happen. People they get say hurt. it's fake. People say it's fake, but we already know that. But well, the injuries you know, aren't fake. Those are real. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like one guy's out with a. But like ACL or torn ACL yeah. or some bullshit. But so that's what Spence torn his knees. So that's a ligament in people's yeah. knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these can be out for a while. So a lot of these people are just out and injured. Um, Roman Reigns is out with the air. The uh, during war games last week, someone slapped him so hard across his ear, and they oh, guess popped his eardrum. Popped his eardrum, so he's out for like tonight, this Friday. So the reason why I brought that up is because these athletes, Celine, will go through these injuries because we got athletes yeah. that watch the pod as well. And then they'll mm-hmm. end up getting like severe anxiety. They feel guilty and ashamed because they're letting people down. Uh, 
there's just a lot of stuff that goes into it. You feel like you're letting down the coach, your team, your friends, your parents, right. whoever invested in you. And so, as you know, these WD characters, they go through a lot. So we all go through a lot. We all get wrenches thrown at us. Yeah. So here's a wrench here. Me and Celine was during the pandemic right before we left. And Celine like, man, I don't feel good. So oh, you got to, you got hit by two dodgeballs, huh? Mm-hmm. It turns out he got hit with uh, his diabetes went out of whack because he gets like super stressed out and then his diabetes goes nuts. And so he right. was like in stroke territory, uh, which we didn't know, but he started to get like super sick, tired, peeing a lot, headaches, vomiting. It was it was intense. So wrench in the game. Pandemic was a wrench for a lot of people, threw a lot of people off. A lot of people were depressed. I got a lot of clients that are still funny. I don't know how to explain that other than just they're just different right. from the pandemic. It, it, it messed with them because the isolation, loss of friends, the OCD kicked in. Some people in their families died. It messed with a lot of people. Some right. people that were in high school, now they're in college, lost like two, three years of college. And so they've got like no social skills. They come to me like, how do I make friends? I don't know. Go to the gym? <laughs> what am I supposed to Go work out, idiot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hit him with a ball. <laughs> if you can I think wrench, you hit someone with a ball. <laughs> you can make a friend. Maybe you got in the gym once a while, fat ass, and you just throw a ball. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Uh, I mean, that's 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 what I was thinking about. Is man, life just throws these wrenches at you. It's about how do you bounce back? How do you dodge? Yeah. Dodge, dunk, dive, dodge. Nope, I'm missing one. He says dodge twice. Dodge, dunk, dive. Dip. It's duck, not fucking dunk. (laughs) Idiot. Duck. Duck, you got a duck. Yeah, yeah, you said dunk. Oh. Dunk? Moving on. Whatever. Whatever. Can't wait to throw a wrench at you. Do it. Okay. Um, I don't think you want to throw a wrench at him. I'll throw it at you. <laughs> that might hurt. That's true. Slim will be like that guy who he got hit in the eye with a pet and then he had to wear a patch the next scene. What? Oh, hey, no. <laughs> I am Captain R. <laughs> You're Captain R? He didn't even come up with a name. <laughs> Well, you are now Captain R from now on. <laughs> you will only be referred to as Captain R. Oh Captain Yarg. Um, okay. Uh, there was another thing in there to therapize. It was life throwing wrenches at you. How do we respond? So it's usually by doing what Spencer said, then also coming up with our own plan, our own strategies. Mm-hmm. Leaning back on to some of uh, like who we are and not losing our entire identity, if that's part of it, what we lost. Oh, man, I actually had another really good thing to tie in. I cannot remember what it is for the life of me. You know, talk about throwing wrenches at people. You lose memory. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Oh, you're oh, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in therapy, we talk about using distraction techniques to regulate yourself. So when you're getting super distressed because this breakup happened, depression happened, you're anxious about an exam, I'm like, all right, let's do some distraction techniques. Some people, it's going to be Netflix, music, basketball. Some people, it's going to be more 
physical things uh, like smelling the candles, lotions. It's going to be hot tea. It's going to be putting like some Vicks VapoRub in or like moth lozenges and breathing in the cold air. But it depends. Whatever can distract you and make you regulate to relax you, to, to get you off of that negative stimuli, that's what we need to do. So it's like for Selim would be his music and playing video games. For Spence, that would be getting hit in the face with a bunch of balls. My favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I feel like you like video games and music too. So you and Selim might be the same for those distraction techniques. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. I also say like when I come play basketball, things yep. like that gets my mind off things. Yep. yep. So Celine would also be going to going to work because I think that for like him that's kind of fun. Then going for his walks every day. Mm-hmm. For me at this point in time, man, I'm so, I'm so damn busy all the time, man. I don't even, my mind doesn't even really get to chill. My students think they're getting like therapy from me. I'm like I'm so checked out. I'm like, yep, you know, dodge a couple of wrenches. You're going to be all right. You're not even throwing the wrenches. You're having somebody else throw them. You're just like, yep, you're doing great. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, wow. That was really good. I just sent him a gif of a wrench being thrown. <laughs> I don't even have a wrench. <laughs> no. A um, picture of a wrench. There you go. Yep, that's all you get. Uh... But yeah, we all got our own techniques, man. A lot of my students will do some of the coping mechanisms I talked about for distraction. Um, sometimes they think it's one stimuli that's overstimulating them. Mm-hmm. So like it's this one thing, but in actuality, it's something that's further back in their life and their past that's being the triggering event. And it's this current wrench that's being thrown at them that's fucking them up. But it's, it, it's really from stuff in the past. They'd be mm-hmm. like, you know... Well, I blew up on this person and that person, you know, but, you know, because they started yelling and stuff. I'm like, oh, so you don't like yelling. Why don't you like yelling? Well, you know, moms and dads did this and that. And, you know, or my brother was fighting all the time with my moms. And then now I got to calm it down. So you start to find these triggers in people's life. You're like, ah, the original wrench. The original. Oh, rusty wrench. Oh, Goodyear tire wrench. Okay, uh, so support, community, like Ben said. Obviously, being worried about these wrenches that get thrown at you, so then regulating yourself and your emotions. Also trying to identify if there's things in the past that are now triggering you in the current and the present. And now you're just being hella dramatic because it wasn't that bad right now, but it's some stuff in the past that was terrifying. So it's like when I got bit in the ass by a dog and now Salim don't like dogs. Like I just went quiet. I know you just heard me, boy. <laughs> we heard you loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so Mr. Postman, <laughs> uh, he's gonna get you. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, <laughs> on that lovely note, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Thank you, Captain R, for joining us once again. He saluted. <laughs> uh, please check out all of our social media pages. We have a TikTok. We have a Facebook. Check those out. We post the reels usually on there. So 
if you could just give us a follow on there that'd be great um but yeah other than that please like subscribe share link below comment just comment <laughs> just comment write whatever you want to write <laughs> oh <laughs> captain good. r they'll see it <laughs> like, i'll no, see it wear an eye patch the rest of it, right? We're about to get. I'm gonna send you one. So we, we could buy you one. All right, we'll folks. get one. Peace.